yet difficult days. Yes, yes. That's how our life is. Yeah. And it's been hot as fuck today, and I don't appreciate. I haven't had jam jar in like such a long time. I forgot how good it is. I know you really enjoyed it, so I was walking around and like she hasn't texted me, but I'm just gonna take this. Yeah, no, like it's one of my favorite wines because it's like sweet in the way that I need it to be, but also high in alcohol volume. Yeah, I know that high in alcohol volume sells you. It's really sad, but the wine. Like an, a wine can taste like absolute trash to me, and I'll be like, oh, so good because of the alcohol. I mean, I'm equally as trash. I'm like, is it sweet? But sweet drinks will get you drunk. I love a sweet drink. Yeah. I want to taste no alcohol whatsoever, but yeah. I want it to get me there. Yeah, I think I've been out with you a couple of times, and like, you drink the drink down to like a sip, and you're like, oh, that was like juice. I need another one. Just <laughs> like, okay. I will breeze through it yeah. very easily, and then it'll hit me in our Also, like, drinks with straws always go quicker. Oh, yeah. What is it about that? I think number one, like, uh, a Caucasian friend of mine. I don't even know if I consider him a friend still. That's no shade. Just like I haven't spoken to him. You have fair weather people though. You I have, have your rocks. people who are in She'll, a place at a time. Oh yeah, they'll definitely be um, orbiting yeah. for a bit. So I know like she'll have friends and they'll be consistently there. And when I say consistently there for a year, she'll be like, I went out with so-and-so, me and so-and-so are going to an exhibit. I'm like, cool, dope, sickening. Have yeah, a good time. Talk yeah. to you later. And a year and later, later, later like, and I'm like, you're like, we just, we missed each other and we haven't I'm like that's yeah, fine and fine. I'm not upset about it no they're like I'm your friends for a time I'm never upset about it she's never upset about it. she's always like we're still cool we just don't talk and I'm like oh yeah yeah later I don't feel a way about it no. um he told me that when you drink alcohol with a straw it because you're not like most of the time when you drink with your mouth you're breathing at the same time when yeah. you drink with the straw you don't breathe okay so it, it lets the alcohol go to your brain quicker that's what he told me sounds like something a white would know uh, yes for sure that was shade That was the end of my story. I just like drinking with straws. And I thought about buying straws for the house because, like, I make drinks here. And I'm just like, I feel like I, it doesn't hit me as quickly as it would with a drink. You'd have to get the metal ones, otherwise you're just killing the planet. Oh, that's fair. I have one metal straw in my drawer that my job gave to me. I have some somewhere at home, and I can't place it. But I own them. You have them. That's what counts. Yeah, they're there. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I need to start making drinks in the house. I've taken to just taking shots. Quite frankly, I literally was going to bring some rosé over here, but then I didn't buy it last night, and it needs at least six hours to freeze. Yeah. So I'm going to do it one of these weekends and actually make some frozen drinks and bring it over, but this has to go to Target to get one of those containers to travel Yeah. I tried to make a frozen drink for um, Old Boy and I. Like, I mixed some, like, peach drink and some strawberry lemonade. How was that? With some honey jack. So, like, a sweet lemonade. But I didn't put enough ice, so it was just yeah strange. It like it's very confusing to me because I feel like when you if you want a drink to be like slushy, you have to put so much fucking ice because alcohol doesn't freeze. So that's the struggle. So you have to put like when I make frozen, you know, like frozen rosés for like things that we've done or whatever. Yeah, I have to buy so much fucking ice. It's 
a bit of a nightmare. Like, it's a problem. Because I'm like, nigga, can't you just freeze on your own? Yeah, I think that's where I fucked up. Because I just, like, was like, this is one drink. Me putting six ice cubes is enough. And I, like, mm. did it. And mm. it was like, you got to put, like, hey a girl. cool 20. Ridiculous. Yeah. Because, like, the restaurants make it look easy. They do. I'm sure ice is, like, fucking nothing to them anyway. But, um... Yeah, that was my tidbit on alcohol. Mm. We're going to do an alcohol corner. <laughs> we just talk about alcohol. Because Fair. Life is hard. It's very difficult right now. Okay, so we decided on a top, like a, um, a what is it? Like a... Theme? A theme. It's not really a theme, it's a person. Can a person That's be a, a theme? theme? Perfect could be a theme, right? Yeah. Okay, um, we're going to do the rapper slash phenom. Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. I really just like saying the word phenom. I don't necessarily think of him as one. I would really like it if when you introduce me to other people, you use it then. Sold. Okay. I will now introduce you as Aaron, my the- best friend, mashed potato head slash the phenom. Yes. Um, okay. Should I go first? Do you want to go first? Um, you can go. What is it off? It's on acid rap. Okay. Should I mm. do it again? Okay, you can do it again. What is this? Um, Lost featuring no name. Oh my cuddy, yeah, buddy. Yeah. When I'm like, oh, I love that song. I do. When I was listening to the car, I was like, this is a feature. My no druggie. name. I was like, that is yes. no name. Really enjoyed that song. I love her voice. Like complete it? sidebar. It's so calming. Um, I love her song, baby. It's on SoundCloud. I need to Maybe. get into her a little bit more. And like, yes, to be fair, this whole situation has pointed me in her direction. But right. but I'm okay with that. Yeah. Damn, now you're, like, putting the stress on me. I want to be quite clear. She can't do the wedding album because I've listened to a total of three songs and it just didn't grasp. So okay. I won't know it. Um, this is going to be way too easy. I don't want to do it. Oh, okay. But it's me, so is it going to be way too easy? What is it? I mean, I know the song. I just don't know what it's called. You don't want no problem. You want no problem with me. My oh, father oh, oh, oh. loves that song. It's a great song, though. He's always like, um, it's going to be some dreadhead niggas, niggas in your lobby. lobby. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always like, but dad, like, what do you mean? Like, what does that mean? He's like, I don't know, but I like it. Yeah. I'm like, okay. My dreads do things when I'm listening to that song in the car, though. I get very I'm sure. aggressive with I'm it. sure. Very aggressive. I just want sure. to be clear. Also, I feel like being in the car by yourself listening to music is a completely different experience. Like, I don't care Insanity. how close you are with somebody, how, yeah. like, close you feel with that person. Being by yourself and listening to that album or listening to any... Why is my daughter's, like, losing her mind? Oh, Gotta okay. open that park some rest. <laughs> Calms us down. She is losing it. Um, but yes, listening to music by yourself is—it's a special. I've seen, looked over and see people looking at me, and they're like, "All right, live it." Yeah. Some, yes. 
sidebar, tangential, but not really. I've had three different compliments this week on my dress, and I'm like, there's nothing happening here. It looks so good. You know what's funny to me? Like, I only recognize a difference in your dress when other people point it out. And not because I don't notice it, just <laughs> right. because, like, it is you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, like, I'm not, like... Oh my god, do they look any different? So to me, it's like all encompassing. But the other day, yeah, Kiana, no, when Kiana noticed, <laughs> she's like, they're so I, long. I looked at, like, I looked at you like moments later, and I was like, she's right. <laughs> but like, to me, I just like didn't notice. Oh, it's totally fine. Yeah. But I was like, do you want to go short with your hair? I said, dreads have made me happy, and I'm comfortable keeping them indefinitely. Let's yeah. not talk about new looks. Yeah, like I like it. I feel complete. I think it looks good. But How long are you gonna let it grow? Um, I actually do want to cut them shorter, but my chick's not open, so I, um, we'll play it by ear. It just gets really hot and very heavy when I wash them, and I don't like that feeling. This is using a garbage bag now to put like the conditioner in, like a, a literal garbage, like bag? a literal, like a, trash like a trash bag. She's like, your hair is too big for me to put a shower cap on anymore. So this is the stage where you start getting to trash wow. bag territory. So I was like, this feels like a bit much for me. Wow. Um, so I, I'll probably cut them, but they're they're here to stay. Pop culture. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Yo-Yo Simmons wanted to physically fight rapper Lil Twist over Who's his- Who's Yo-Yo Simmons? Jojo, Jojo Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I preferred Yo-Yo to Jojo. His career Yo-Yo's. So. Yeah. Mm. No, it's just at the drop. You know, when the Yo-Yo doesn't come to back nice. to you anymore? I'm trying to be nice. Yo-Yo is something we refer to for, like, Oprah's weight. Not for Jojo's career. There's never mm. been a... Uh, is it Yo-Yoing right now? Or we have used it. Yeah, we've definitely okay. discussed Oprah. Like, the whole she loves bread and Weight Watchers let her mm. eat bread. No, bitch. I've done Weight Watchers. They give you three points. Ain't no ounces in that bread they let you eat. Like, you fucking Oliver Twist. <laughs> very upset about fucking Weight Watchers. Um... So, apparently all season long on Growing Up Hip Hop, Angela Simmons has been having issues with Lil Twist. I know nothing about this show. I'm like, okay, I know a little something about this show. I know nothing about the scenario. I haven't been watching season five because I think Romeo was like... I didn't know there were five seasons. I didn't know there were five. I knew there were a lot. I thought it was like three. Three seems like a lot of seasons. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. I feel like there's two versions. Is there not like growing up hip hop New York edition and growing up hip hop regular? Am I wrong? Regular. I think it's just one. You see how much I know. That's fine. Okay. I mean, you said it with conviction, so it's fine. Um, let's see. And then apparently some other niggas been stalking Angela. What is it with people liking Angela? Do they like mouth breathers? This is mouth. Is she is a mouth al- breather? Her mouth is always open. It's very annoying to look at. Outside, of, like if you ever notice, because. I know you probably scroll past her really quickly when the shade room posts one of her bikini pictures for the mm. thousandth time. I want to say there's a lot of hype when there needn't be. I don't get it. I personally do not get it. But y'all have decided to go after the Sprinkle Queen. Is that what her shoes are called? So I think we'll just let it. Let y'all were do they it. called Sprinkles? Pastries. I think Sprinkle sounds better, but whatever. That's fair. Um, so while in a public retail spot, Georgia decided he had to tell Lil Twist he had enough of his shit and started to run up on him to fight him. What? Okay. After being held back by security and his big sister, things went further left when Twist thought that he was trying to disrespect his wife, Tanise. 
So Tanise got in the middle of JoJo Wait, and JoJo's Twist's Wait, JoJo has a wife? Um, JoJo's wife. JoJo's wife, Tanise. Okay. I know he has a baby or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, then the one thing I know about JoJo is that he got his ass beat by a bunch of blunts. Oh, I didn't know that. And he was the only member in his family to not have braces. Those are the How do you know that? Have you seen his teeth? Oh, I felt like this was just a thing. No, okay, I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Those are the only things. I just... There's something I don't like about rich children trying Does to Does he have the like, same father as Diggy and... No, the same mother? Yes, sorry. Same no, mother. he has the same mother as Angela and Vanessa. Diggy... Wow. And, okay. I know, it looks nothing like them. Yeah. Diggy and... That other one who had the crusty Rusty. side mouth. Rusty. The crusty side mouth. They have different mothers. There's a Justine. Yes. Okay. I only know this because I used to love that show when it was on. Run's House? I so good. loved Run's House so good. in a way that I can't even say. So good. They adopted that baby. I remember I was, what the fuck was that? Very cute. I really enjoyed that show. Um... Why can't y'all just be rich children? I feel like if my parent was Lil Wayne or whatever, I'd be going to school in Switzerland. Essentially, I'd have been Tracy Ellis Ross. I think, like, they just... First of all, I think, number one, they're making up drama because of the show. Right. Because, like, I, I firmly believe none of this will be a real thing if they didn't have cameras around. Because we didn't hear about any of this fucking drama before. Oh. Not that I was looking for it. According to Ange in the comments, what in the media take out hell is this article? Y'all didn't watch this episode or this season. Bitch, not really. Little Twist and JoJo's fight had nothing to do with Angela. Twist hit JoJo because he thought JoJo was ordering him around like a boss. And so JoJo was heated that Twist disrespected him and he didn't get to retaliate. Who, but, 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 okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I really was gonna like ask for more clarity, but like I don't want it. <laughs> Okay, Ange. Yeah. What song did Lil Twist put out? I've he was um, signed to Young Money. That's all I know about Lil Twist. Oh, it's like, but what song did Lil Twist? No, no, no. That's was all like I know. A significant amount of people signed to Young Money for a second there. Who? Yeah, he was. It was like him and another like young person. They both signed to Young Money when they were like really young. Oh, I kind of vaguely remember something mm-hmm. like that. Happening. Yeah, he had um like a high top fade. I believe I could be lying. Oh, to you. I I think I know who you're talking about. Sure. Or there's just another little light skinned nigga with a uh, fade. Also likely. Yeah. I'm gonna Google him. Little twist. Um, this is gonna sound disruptive, but I am getting more wine because I think we need more wine. And oh, I left should. it in the fridge. Yeah, to he chill. had a high. A yes, high that's fade. who I thought it was. Yeah, little twist. He looks like what's his name from that show with Taraji where she plays herself. Oh, Empire. The youngest son. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That drip song or whatever he had. Or okay. lip, lip song. I don't remember what the song was in Empire. Okay. Also, Next. I just want to say Lil Twist's real name is Christopher Lynn Moore. <gasps> Great name. I think that's a lovely name. Great I think name. Lynn? Lynn. As a middle name? That's so cute. Very classy. And why he came up with Lil Twist? Terrible name. I was getting Lil Twist confused with like Lil Pump. There's a lot of you Lil's out there, and I'm aging oh. out at the point where I can tell the difference. But Lil Twist was Lil Twist way before Lil Pump was pumping. That's true. Like, I don't even understand Lil Pump. Skin is amazing. He has a cute little few ditties. Like, he has a couple never of heard solid one. beats. Never I thought heard one. Gucci Gang was a, a solid... Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. 
like it's very catchy. I know that was keep him. saying the two. Yeah, I know it's two words over and over. Is again, he the one who had the song with Kanye too? Yeah, You're such a fucking. That's hoe. also I love it. Yes, that was that's fair. Also, a I'm catchy. So, I was wrong. I was wrong. I stand corrected. I have kind of embarrassed that I know that though. Why you know all of those songs? You know all of them. Like you always know them before I do. Like I'll text you like this song is okay. Like I was listening to it for the last five months, but yes, I'm like oh okay sorry. I love trashy rap music. Mm. Mumble rap, trap rap. How do you feel about Future's album? I haven't listened to it yet, but I will. I've heard like two songs. I like it. It sounds like typical Future to me, but um, hasn't deviated from the winning form. And um, why would you? He'll be able to support a lot of babies off that. He he has to. I mean, I guess he'll need to. (laughs) Right. So uh, let it go. Raven Simone with an accente um, is a married woman now. She married her girlfriend, Miranda. Something about that name I don't like. Pierman Maday. Probably because it was the best friend of Lizzie McGuire's name. Is that what it was? Miranda. Oh, but I liked Sex in the City. I liked Miranda in both of those situations, though. Couldn't stand Lizzie, couldn't stand Carrie. Love those two Mirandas. White Miranda and... Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's also fabulous. Maybe I don't like him because Sis has never been able to see Hamilton because niggas not dropping $1,200 on a fucking Broadway well, play. Well, he's not in it anyway anymore. Ne- yeah, now he has that second rate crew. And you know I wanted to see Renee Elise Goldberry in it because you know I'm obsessed with Renee Elise Goldberry from yes. One Life to Live. Mm-hmm. She's tired of hearing that story. Mm. Okay. So, is Raven's Home still a show? Yes. Okay, I was like, why are they still calling her the Raven's home star? Yes. Raven. I love the way that, like, Natasha inserts those, like, when she writes the YBO <laughs> stories. She'll be like, the Racks in the Middle singer. <laughs> There's Nipsey Hussle. And I'll be it. like, why do you have to, like, we know this person. You don't have to tell us what they're, like, so notorious petty. for. Now, uh, Raven's name is Raven Simone Christina Perriman. That doesn't flow off the tongue. At a backyard wedding, mm-hmm. some random white woman with blonde hair. It was a very. You know what it is? I just, I just feel like sometimes Ugh. people let me know a little bit too much about themselves. I got married to a woman who mm-hmm. understands me from trigger to joy, from breakfast to midnight snack. From stage to home. I love you, Mrs. Pierman Maday. Let's tear the world a new asshole. This is what I mean. Like, me getting married was like, yesterday I married my best friend. It was cool. <laughs> it was like low-key and amazing, though. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just don't. I just, it was a lot. Like, imagine if I would never. But, like, imagine if I was like... Yesterday, I met my best friend. Like, he knows what makes me cry. He knows what makes me laugh. And better than that, he knows what makes me smile. I'm not even liking this fake rendition of it. It's actually <laughs> making my skin crawl. Like, you know, well, imagine if I did write that caption. Like, it's a bit much for you. I would think yeah. somebody had stolen your Instagram. 8 p.m. Were you my wife for life. <laughs> Were you hacked? <laughs> I wouldn't even send that. Like,. <laughs> I'd text you. What's going on? Are you good? <laughs> You'd report it. Yeah, I'd like. I'd like to report this post. This is false. Yeah, this is. She didn't post this. I just didn't like it. Somebody said the only white woman they would appreciate her marrying is Chelsea. I like that. That's fair. 
I really like Chelsea. I love Chelsea. I don't like Annalise. I don't like that name. <laughs> but I do like Chelsea. I do, though, however, like, have a problem in general with, like, every best friend group having, like, one person be the dummy. I get that. I just feel like... I can see that. It's... What is it? Like a Offensive. trope? Yeah, it's a trope. Yeah. It is. It's a trope that I I just feel like is strange. Like, why does one person have to be an idiot for this, like, for this to be comedic? Right. Because, like, if we had a show about us, <laughs> I mean, I would love, but I'm saying, like, if it was a show about us, I don't think, like, one of us would be the dumber of the two. I don't think Granted, so. there are moments when, like, I have no idea, like, what's going on and you have the idea, and then it's I'm significantly you know what I'm more dizzy, but <laughs> I don't think either one of us is dumb. But what uh, I'm saying yeah. is, like, you could still be funny. Yeah. And I just feel like that's, maybe it's a child, like a, like a children's television trope. Um, I think it's a lazy white people television trope. I don't think yeah. I've thought of, like, a lot of black TV shows where anybody is really significantly stupid. It's, like, weird because my sister was telling me about iCarly. Okay. Did you watch iCarly? No. Oh. I think I might have watched, like, two episodes. And I was like, mm. I had to. I was the oldest of three. You watched a lot of Disney Channel shows in conjunction with your siblings. It was Nick, but sure. Same thing. She knows that. I don't Same know that. Thing. I know Lil Pump, and she knows Nick. <sighs> the lanes. <laughs> we, we stay in them, but we swerve. <laughs> um, so... Icarly originally, like her best friend Samantha Puckett, was supposed to be black, but because her character like loved fried chicken and was like rude and sarcastic, they were like, "We cannot make her a black character." No, they so can't. they made her Sam. But like, when you think back on it, you like, damn, she really did like have all those stereotypes, right? Like aggressive, abusive sometimes, right? <laughs> But loves fried chicken and like she talks super and I'm using this in air quotes urban right mm, 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 mm. and okay. like in the moment I was like mm, she's funny but like in retrospect I'm like wait why was this necessary but I like I think that about a lot of fucking television I think shows. that about about the sassy black character oh poor Patrick poor Spongebob poor all of them they're just there's so many sexual innuendos Patrick lives under a rock because he's stupid (laughs) honestly (laughs) like what or that the the gross sisters were so ashy they were blue I'm gonna tell you something the Proud Family was an offensive show. Still one of my faves. It would go on one of my top five fave shows. Every fucking character in that show come wild do you know Dijonay and her Siblings named after different spices. Sticky? Cayenne. Sticky. 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 La Boulevard Days. And her grandfather, who was mad fucking Hispanics. I just want to say, I feel like childhood show, like children's television relies on the fact that you have no... Like, you have no reference, no frame of reference for what they're trying to do. What's appropriate and what they're trying to push on you. Yeah. Or just, like, like it's not offensive that, like, you have a grandfather that's, like, always speaking in Spanish. Nobody understands what he's saying. It's offensive that, like, you think that's funny. Yeah. And you made me think that's funny. Yeah. That's offensive. Oh, yeah. Or, like, (laughs) come on, like... What's what's the daddy's name? Oscar being broken, dark skin and being taken care of, but like right. and her family being rich and his family being poor. There's a lot of stereotypes in that show, 
I will say I watched the Proud Family like three weeks. Even ago. in even Start in the intro, fame. like his her father's eating chicken and waffles. I'm like this. It's wildly offensive. I also will never be but with I, the Proud Family, and I will be watching the new like re. Yeah, of- I do feel like shows about people of color, like not just specifically black people, they told like a very fine line, right? Where you're trying to like mirror the African American or this person's experience, experience, yeah, without like being offensive, right? But it's hard because like. Oh, I was like chicken and waffles. That's so cool. Like they're speaking to their like their their food, their culture. Their like, and then after a while, I was like, this is weird. Like you had to put this as what he was eating for breakfast. Like it's Matt. Mm. It's like I watched Lizzie McGuire and then Matt. You remember her little brother? And he had the black friend who didn't like speak speak. And one day he made his homeboy like some like sweet tea or some fruit punch, and he was like, not sweet enough. No. And then he like dumped in like another pound of sugar, and he was like, "This, this is right. This is disgusting." And I was like, "This show did not age well. This is bordering." Like, I was watching it like recently because I'm trying to get that Disney Plus membership to work for me. It's really not working for me. I think it's just strange. It's just um, like the Proud Family was great, but it was just so fucking black. It was really black to the point where you felt like. This is boring and offensive, and maybe only black people should be watching this show. But in the moment, you loved it. Oh, I... This moment. I've, I, st- I, I st- never... <laughs> there was never a moment in my, like, adolescence where I was watching it, like, hmm. I was like, fine. Fine television. <laughs> I'm still thinking fine television. I'm fine sorry. Television. I watched it recently, and I still found that shit funny. I just... The fact that they had the beat to dance with me from 112 as the dance song <laughs> that they... <laughs> LPCD. I did not know that La Cienega Boulevard was a thing. A real place. You were like, when you were telling you texted me, La Cienega Boulevard is a real place out here. <laughs> I was like, I mean, it had to come from somewhere though. I was, <laughs> I was like distraught. Somebody was like, "That sounds like a proper Hispanic name." Strong. Boulevardes. Loved it. Imagine the person that was like, "Just put as, just Take put a, a little different, and add a little Spanish flair, a little La jalapeno Cienega. on it." And when I was younger, I was like, "Who the fuck? Where they get La Cienega from?" It's a real thing. It I'm is. just okay. Street. We've digressed. We've, we have. We're like we've 30 went. minutes in. I'm sorry. No, I was enjoyable. <laughs> um, so there will be a spinoff of Daria, a show I also loved very oh, much. Oh, with Tracy Ellis Ross. Yes. Mm-hmm. She'll be the voice of Jody. Mm-hmm. This is on MTV or MTV2 or something like that. It is going to be the co- at, on Comedy Central. So they must oh. have like sold the rights to it. Interesting. Um, it will be Jody um, stepping into real world as a college graduate, heading into her first career. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I like Tracy Ellis Ross's voice, and I've been told I am the Black Daria on more than thrice occasion. You are unprompted, by the way. It's That's like, fair. Who you remind me of Daria? And I'm like, the fuck. Mm. I don't know if people are saying that as a compliment or not. I don't. I'm a little upset about it. Me either. I was like, I'm like, is that a good thing? They're like, you're just dry and sarcastic. It's very funny. I was like, fuck off. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Oh, woo! That's funny to me. Sorry. Fuck off. <laughs> it was the closed mouth off that killed me. It's very annoying, actually. Mm. People are like, you're so sarcastic. It's funny. I'm like, no, nigga. I actually want you to leave me alone. You know, that's a real... That's my, like, true plight. I feel like people think I'm being, like... I'm trying to be funny. No. And I'm just like, really no. This is really how I feel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> at work, I like, go around there like... I mean, you're so funny. I'm like, I'm being serious. I'm being... Like, that ass right really now. don't like people. Please don't come by my desk. Ever. Um, so Eliza Rain has God, respectfully de- respectfully declines. I don't know why they put that in there. Futures offers to pay one thousand in monthly child support payments. Imagine. I mean, imagine. Imagine. <laughs> imagine. Oh, well, it's $1,000 a month. Let's get the full story. Full health care coverage and a gag order that would censor Eliza. I think this is where her, her true issue comes in with it. Her A gag order that would censor Eliza from talking about the rapper in public. You got to give me a little bit more to gag me. Word. A thousand is Because what, what's his name? Dwight Howard. Remember, he he, he placed a gag oh, order on yeah. what's her name. What is this? I watched basketball wise for like a... Uh, Royce. Royce. Yeah. What was her name, right? Yeah, that is. She had a full gag order. Like, he had a full gag order on her. And she was like, cool. Because he was paying the money. He was paying, like, really good money out. Um, I mean, what would take... it? What would it take for Future to wear a condom? Because it doesn't seem like babies or these issues are stopping him. I feel like they... What amount- would it take for Future to pull out? I'm not even saying wear a no, condom. No, it seems like he has extra strength sperm. I really think he needs no, a condom. no. What would it take for Future to pull out? Because pulling out would be a like a like a marked improvement on what he's doing right now. He's only worth twenty million. I'm saying only like, ugh. but like twenty million and seven kids is not like a great number, is it? Well, twenty million and seven kids, and one of them being Sierra's, because you don't got to worry about you know. I guess that's true, but I've definitely heard that his card has gotten declined at Chanel before. Mm, so sad I'm so sad for him <laughs> so unfortunate that was pure sarcasm Chanel girls please buying a girl a purse Why do I don't know these things I'm just um what does he what does he say like what's that thing that people that that meme that gif that people use of him oh I think I have it saved actually it's like splendid something it's something with an S uh, I think I, I mean, marvelous I def- something. I have a future gift saved. I'm not sure if it's that one. I never use it. It never feels appropriate to like whip it I'm out. I'm gonna look it up. Show you what I'm all about. Um, future GIF. Is it GIF? It's a GIF. It moves. I feel sensational. So is that how you say sensational. It? Oh yes. I'm going to keep calling it a gif because I like it better. Somebody informed me that it was Jif and I wanted to be correct. But it's sensational. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't... The headache of this would make me exhausted. Like, what is the retainer that you, you have to keep these lawyers on to keep these bitches at bay? She doesn't call them bitches, but if the shoe fucking fits. Hmm. There has to be somebody on his team that's just like, please. Just please just wear a condom. Or like, get a vasectomy. Get a vasectomy. You have more than enough kids. I mean, I guess he might want to try it on with Lori. If she was smart, she'd have an abortion, though, if she got pregnant. Why would he want to try it on with her? 
He seems to me. To me. Mm-hmm. I feel like for future kids complicate things with the relationship. Future seems like that type of nigga who he likes to like tie bitches down and not my words, I think this is something he would say, kind of deflate their worth by tying them together with a baby. But he seems like that type of dude in general. Like I don't think so because like maybe maybe, maybe. I just feel like in most cases when he's had babies, he had no problem with, like, claiming them. So, I don't know. But, like, with Eliza Rain, it's, like, a completely different story, which confuses me. Because she's mad fucking chatty. Like, I'm sure if he could, he would have a hit But why, but why not? Because it's just, it just seems unnecessary. I feel like if I got pregnant by a rapper, I'd be moving in silence like Drake's baby mama. You pay my bills, I ain't got shit to say. I don't want to talk about you. I don't want to hear from you. I'm going to keep my kid. But would you... Me? Yeah. I don't think... Okay, so here's the thing. Like, I understand what you're saying, and I do feel like I probably would play the same thing, but not if Drake was moving how Drake moves, like, or how Future moves. Like, they're like... They want you to be quiet, but they can say whatever the fuck they want about you. But I don't like that shit. But it seems like... He don't be doing that for all his baby mamas. There's something specific about this one. And she But has, that's what I'm saying. Like, why not been, open my fucking mouth if you have the... Like, if you if you want to be chatty, I can be chatty too. It feels very twofold, though. Because I feel like she was being chatty earlier. Like, this his baby. This this nigga baby. Okay, girl, just wait for, wait for the person. He ain't shit. Uh, I'm posting these memes and these subs. You're just kind of doing a lot. Like, if it is his baby, like, you will be more than taken care of. You kind of just need to move in front. I don't have no remorse for that nigga. Oh, Oh, remorse is definitely not the word I would use. No, I don't. Cause like, all right, this I, is unfortunate. You, you, she's chatting, blah blah blah. But like, none of this would have happened if you were more responsible. Well, so you mad yeah, at her? Yeah. For doing what the fuck she wanted. You, you mad at her for doing what the fuck she wants to do with her body and have a baby. But you did what the fuck you want to do with your body. Oh, but that's because he's a toxic nigga. We all do that. Ugh. I'm just saying that I, I, I think that they are both equally wrong in this situation. And what I really feel bad for is like. Yeah, I need to bring a kid into this toxic bullshit, did you? Mm. I mean, was that, like, a necessary, like, thing to do? But why not? <laughs> I mean, I guess. For, for her. But for her. I, I guess for I'm them, it, it, it really... I'm not saying, like, in general, do it! I'm just saying she doesn't seem to care. Yeah. Anywho. Okay. So, oh, God, Terry Crews. I wish you would just no. stop talking and be on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Do you know... Do you know? Do you know how much I enjoy him on Brooklyn Nine Nine? In general, like I just think he like in roles where he plays his role really well, like he's comedic in that way. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy him, and it, it's like very much tarnished by the rem- like by me remembering that he like he's he a, be talking out his fucking ass all fucking day. Like he's, it makes me upset because I really enjoyed him on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Really enjoyed him in White Chicks. Really enjoyed him as the father on Everybody Hates Chris. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's really good at what he does. And it's kind of like a situation where I, I'm always saying, like, you can't really separate the person from, like, their craft or whatever. But I just feel like this is a situation where, like, I can't. Because it's just, like... He's a dickhead. You want to be this person, number one, that plays, like, all these fucking stereotypical black roles. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's... He plays them very well. And then... At the same time, you want to be like, but it's all lives matter kind of shit. And it's just like, what what are you talking about? Like, you're taking 
it's weird. Like you'll play everybody, you'll play Chris's Chris's father, and everybody hates Chris, and be like some penny pinching ass, cheap ass nigga with fucking right. eight jobs, right? Which is reflective of the black experience when he was growing up at that time, One right? One thousand percent. You'll play the um the black football player who was like trying to disassociate with his culture, which is fair, right? Like, which is also real. Yeah, you'll play these roles, but then you'll come back and be like, but we all have to work together. And the reality is, is if if we all work together, that role would not be a thing. That's true. Yeah, I agree with you. If we all work together, there would be no black football player who wants to disassociate. There would be no black father who's penny pinching and cheap as fuck because he has eight fucking jobs and can't make the rent. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, this isn't going to make that any better, is it? Sorry. Um, says he's been... Um, <laughs> you were like following you, following you? No, I'm... That's I'm, entirely so... Yes, I I'm agree. with you. I just don't think this is going to... This source going to make it better. He says he's been dismissed from conversations on race because he has a mixed wife. Um... Hmm. What I said was defeating white supremacy without white people could create black supremacy. In black America, we have gatekeepers. He went on to allege. Actually, let me just use his real words because I don't want to like assign anything to them. Any kind of intent behind it. We have people who have decided who is going to be black and who's not. And I simply, because I have a mixed race wife have been discounted from the conversation a lot of the time by very, very militant movements. I've been called all kinds of things, like an Uncle Tom. I don't, that's because you're mixed race wife. Right. Simply because I'm successful. Don't think that's, that's what not it is. That's not it. Because we'd call Denzel that, too. He's much more successful than you. Mm. Simply because I've worked my way out of Flint, Michigan. That's not true, because we would say that about, what's the fine one in the basketball league that we enjoy? Kuzma. Mm, he's, he's from Flint? A, yes. Fine. So sexy. Fine. Blackness is always judged. And he's mixed race his motherfucking self book. Mm-hmm. Right. Blackness is always judged. It's always put up against this thing. And I'm going, wait a minute. That right there is this. Oh, God. I tried really hard. That right there is a supremacist move. You have now put yourself above other black people. I can't really regret it because I want the dialogue to come out. Maybe there's another term that may be better. We're separatist or elitist or something like that. But the thing is, I've experienced supremacy growing up. Even growing up, I've had black people tell me the white man is the devil. Because it's true. I've experienced whole organizations that, because of the suffering of black people, they have they have decided that now we are not equal. We're better. But we are. And I think that's a mistake. I'm not saying we're better because we're better. I think... I watched this document, like not documentary. I watched this interview with um, Toni Morrison. Was it Toni Morrison? It was Toni Morrison, and she essentially was talking about how her dad always thought that he was better than white people, and it wasn't like because he's black, but he always knew he had the moral high ground. Mm-hmm. Like the reason you're treating me like this is because there's something that you feel like ineffective or like. There's something about yourself you don't like. Right. And if you could, and she, what she said was, if you could only be tall when there's somebody else on their knees, there's something about you that's wrong. Mm-hmm. That is what I mean by we're better. Mm-hmm. We have a moral high ground in this situation. So yes, you've been able to kill people and do whatever you do. But, it, but you know when you lay down at night and it's just you and your little self, 
that you you feel you didn't really inferior. Win. You feel inferior. Mm-hmm. You know there's something wrong with you, and so you took out that anger on somebody mm-hmm. else. So what he said is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody care? Give a shit about your mixed race wife? Because let's be clear: when you are mixed race, very rarely does the other group, the non-black side of you, accept you as a part of that. I race never seen his wife and was like, "Damn, she looked white." She looked like a light skin. Like you could tell, like she looked like a light skinned black woman to me. Like she has blonde hair, but I assumed it was like Mary J looking. She has black features. She has very black features. You. That is a fucking cop out if I've ever heard of one. This whole idea that black You're excluded people, from race. What does he say? What is he He he's, said he's, he's excluded been from, from conversations on race. You're excluded from conversations on race because when you open your mouth to talk about race, you don't say the right things. That's it. People like I just feel don't like like you cuz you For all the things way. that you said you People don't like you because you scraped your way out of flint. Yeah. Like maybe if you talked about fucking that shit, you wouldn't be dismissed. I want to be quite clear. There are a lot of very niggas get a fucking NBC contract and they 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 start they they got that big old head. Their last name must be Nintendo because them niggas switch. Like, sir, when have black people you're making up shit always supported? All different forms we of love black you. people. We love you. Let's be clear. Like, I don't even know. Because you're famous, my nigga, then I guess we and, should hate Oprah and, quite and honestly, Obama. That, like, and, like, black people are more likely to, like, fucking accept you than the fucking other race that you are. That's what I'm saying. Isn't that what I'm saying? Like, if you are mixed race, white people don't claim you. I don't give a shit. Megan went over to Britain and niggas was out here calling her, a, saying her baby's a monkey and shit. And she's half Black and black people out here call her a black princess. Fuck off with this bullshit narrative that black people don't love mixed race people. It's the other half of them that don't give a shit about. It's them. the mixed race people who create issues. Exactly. For who do you think was creating issues with Obama? His black side or his white one? Quite honestly, huh? What? Shut- who do you think was creating issues with Obama? White people or black people? I just want to know which side of him you thought was really trying to bring the heat and asking him to show his birth certificate. Mm. Mm-hmm. Our president. Okay. And not mine. Right. Y'all. It's just, I'm probably going to start reading Terry Crews. Really, they might want to kill him off of Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something. Move that nigga to Queens because that's where the fuck he should live at. Mm. Wow. I stand by my statement. I know. Nope. <sighs> I see it on your screen and I don't want to do it. I don't want to talk about Marcus Houston. It's my keys. Fine. Why, like, why can't you just go home, Roger? Like, why? She cut that off at the knees incredibly quickly. Because... Okay. He looks strange now. Who? Marcus Houston. I, I love circles. I love the song circles. That was a great song, actually. Or that song, that girl. If I wanted that girl, then I would be with that girl. So she really enjoyed that song. Those hand movements involved. It was really good. Whichever Marcus Houston song it was, where his was circles the one where his back was showing in that music video it was in black That's and naked. white. That's naked. Oh, love, love that naked. Song. Mm. Oh my god, I went to. <laughs> I went to the Bow Wow and Omarion. No, no, no. I went to the B2K and Bow Wow. 
tour. Remember when they did the tour together? Yes. Marcus Houston opened. And that was when he was standing in the tent and getting naked on stage, <laughs> but you couldn't see his penis. Oh my God. The adolescent in me was screaming. I was like, I couldn't see his dick, but inside I was like, his dick is high. Yes, there. His, his dick I is can exposed. feel it. Oh, oh my God. It was crazy. That is he so did it twice because I went to two tours. Fantastic, Marcus. You went from doing that to defending being engaged to a 19-year-old girl. And then somebody in the shade room comment said, but didn't he fuck Raz B when he was also underage? I don't need to do that. (laughs) I don't want to ruin it. You went too far. I liked it. I didn't even know he was a Jehovah's Witness. (sighs) Well, you already know I got three strikes against them as it is, so. Don't like. Um, In very sad news, this actually took me a little bit by shock. Is it really sad? Yes. Okay. I have to adjust my mood. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just. Because sad to you could be like sad for you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's fair. Okay. It's been two years since Lissandro Jr. Guzman Feliz Oh my God. Was stabbed to I death saw that on the shade room today. I was in shock because I was like, my nigga, it's been two years. Since I was in that shock happens? because I forgot. That's why I was in shock. And that's not to laugh. No. It's because there's so many people there's dying. There's so many people dying. It's not like I forgot. Like you know, it's not in the. You know, shit happened, but you don't be remembering yes. it. Like it's also, not that being me. reminded of it makes you feel just as sad as when you found out. Yes, it made me equally as sad because I remember watching the video. And that that like to be quite clear when I when I saw the post on the shade room, like in my head, the video replayed, and I was like, "This is insane." It's why I haven't watched the George Floyd video because I, I haven't either. Right, I I saw bits and pieces, but um. I watched that video, and I'm not saying I was traumatized, but it'll definitely stick with me. Like, it really, really bothered me. So, um... Because, like, honestly, I feel like there's this... There are people that are just, like, at our core, humans, like, we're super empathetic. It's not true. Super. Like, we understand, blah, blah. And it's like, no, because there are heartless fucking savages out there that don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about anything because they murdered him thinking he was somebody else he was do you somebody know what I'm else. saying yeah. and like to them it was like yeah whatever it is what it's so like Awful. when I saw the post in the shade room they were like uh, since then like all the people involved have been given life sentences and that like really made my heart smile because I'm like at least there's something that can come from coming. so sad it, it was and with the machete and I'm sorry like what a terror when you ran t- into the store and like tried to get help and they wouldn't oh honestly like when i say really bothered like i can't even do this it yeah. really it just really bothered me and so when i saw it um i think shade posted it today or yesterday i can't yeah. remember i was like god damn i mean talk about time fucking flying though yeah but in general that's like that's exactly what happened yeah do you know how many like it was like he would have graduated high school today or some shit or some something oh, like that yeah but also like when they do like the trayvon martin post and tell us how old he would have been i'm like i Sis, don't they did the I, tamar rice voice and said he would have graduated from high school this year oh tamir rice yeah, yeah, yeah you said tamar i'm like what about my bad my nigga tamir tamir rice. she's not yeah. pronounced it let's like i call her nor normani yeah normani yeah i always get that one wrong yeah like he it's it's a lot it's a lot because it, it reminds me of how old i was when it happened like trayvon martin happened when i was in high school in High school. And I remember when that plea was read. I was at a baby shower. When I am a college graduate. Yeah. A graduate school graduate. A wife and a mother. And that still, like, it still hits me. And I got same. a college degree and I'm there. But I was. No, you're an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, you're an adult. So Beyonce dropped Black Parade. I haven't listened to it yet. Neither have I. 
Um, I'll get around I'm in to no it. Rush. I'm in no <laughs> rush. <laughs> like, last week we were like, we love it. Talk about fringe <laughs> beehive members. <laughs> Nigga, still ain't get to it. I saw that shit this morning. I was like, I'll get to it later. Because people were like, I'm not really crazy about it. And I know it was released like with an intention. So I need to come at it with that mindset. I'm not there yet. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, Beyonce come, like always releases a song that nobody fucking likes. And a week later, they're like, "This is Love on it. repeat." It's life. <laughs> so I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna get there. I'm just not there yet. That's fair. Um, I feel like we talked about this. Oh no, we didn't because posted one day ago. You talk about Pharrell Williams. I was also over here yesterday, so I can't remember what we talked oh, about yeah. yesterday versus what we're supposed to talk about now. So yeah. I just want y'all to understand, like, that's where this Also, understand from. that some things are being saved for topics. Right. Yeah. Um, William Williams and Kenya Barris are developing a Juneteenth musical. We don't need it. Musical. Yeah. We talked about this yesterday. I love the name Kenya for a boy, though. It really rubbed me right. Mm-hmm. Even though I hate him. I love his wardrobe in Black AF. Um, I think I loved his wardrobe from like the thirty second Netflix thumbnail video that I that they. You showed. should watch the show just for his wardrobe. I'm gonna watch it. It's just Rashida Jones when she pretends. No, nope, I don't want. I don't want to go there because that's why I didn't like the show. But I will say, my father watched that show with us, and he was like, "Y'all need to give me some outfits like this, nigga." And I died. <laughs> I died because I was like, "Nigga, what are you going?" What? He's this thing is watching. He's wearing fucking Gucci tracksuits. My father's like, see, this that shit that I need. Your daddy love a tracksuit, so of course he, he loves a fucking Gucci tracksuit. It was hilarious. I'm gonna have to stay here for a little bit because if I finish this bottle, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. drive. <laughs> I, but you will finish the I'm bottle. I'm going to finish the bottle because it's not like a a twist off. Mm-hmm. But then I can't drive. You're committing. You know, it's fine. I'm on my I last can't glass. Drive. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, two chains who. I watch his YouTube videos where he eats, does like the richest things. Do you watch that? Expensivist. I love it. Most expensivist. It's a Vice show. A Viceland show. I really enjoy that show. Sandy loves it. I mean, old boy loves it. <laughs> That's my <Except> out. <laughs> Beep. Um, old boy uh, loves it. Most expensivist. People love that show on Vice. I really enjoy that show. I'm sitting there on YouTube. It was like 2.30 a.m. And I'm watching these videos with yeah. him. And I, of course, I, I've always wanted a French bulldog, but... Nigga don't know if she really has the capability for a dog. Well, it's your gateway. It's a gateway uh, dog. It's a gateway drug to, to what? children. <laughs> Woo! I have to it's so funny because the other day, old boy was saying, like, if our dog parenting, like, was any indication of how we parent, we would never be parents. I'm like, to be yeah, f- yeah. I don't think it's a gateway for me. Part of the reason I love French Bulldogs is because they have, like, a solid 12-year shelf life. That sounds bad. So you're... <laughs> can't commit to like because you know you're gonna clock out fucking ever that's fair um so two chains has been sued by pablo escobar's family can i say pablo escobar is one of the nicest flyest names i've ever heard Mm -hmm. for 10 million dollars that's not a ton he could sell a chain for that for using the name for his atlanta restaurants his atlanta restaurant i think is like escobar something yeah the fuck is it called escobar restaurant and tapas Bitch don't be liking Can we talk tapas. about tapas? <laughs> don't be like <laughs> It's ghetto. They be out here charging you $15 for like two... For appetizers. And they be two on but a plate. But they're not even like... This is why I respect like Applebee's and Red Lobster and all them like little chain restaurants. Yeah. Because like... They know you in there and you a fat ass. So they gonna give you mad apps. 
That's why and they're like, gonna give you a huge ass entree right, but that's too. That's why I don't like that you call it an appetizer. Nigga, it's not an appetizer. It's a tapas. It be two on the plate. Where the fuck two. did we go that we got appetizers and them shits was small as fuck and it was fifteen dollars a piece. We was big man. We spent forty five dollars on appetizers. Yes. I can't remember where the fuck. I can't remember if it was. I feel like it was Asian, for sure. <laughs> Surprise. And we spent like forty five dollars on. On appetite, like Light we left appies. there. No, we left there, and we were like, "So what? Are we finna eat for real? Well, I gotta have a meal now." Like, that's what I'm saying. That's like, I don't respect cute. that shit. Sorry, it's quite the sidebar. He gonna be fine. He had that ghetto ass wedding at the Versace house in Miami. He'll be fine. That wedding was kind of ghetto as shit though. Sis had one of them '80s headdresses on. Oh, um, when you said wedding, I thought of Waka Flocka's wedding to Tammy. I also, she, oh, that also was getting ghetto and she had an 80s headdress on. Oh, so I was there. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Um, has anything else happened in the world? I mean, I would assume not because we're already an hour in and we still have to do questions and topics. Black Jesus. It's a good episode though. We're, we're, we're taking our time. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I've watched the Trolls video another 10 times today. I I can't say the same. I really enjoy that song. I don't know what kind of trance. Have you ever seen the Pussycat Doll movie? No. Pussycat Doll movie? This movie is probably 12 years old, and I'm sure I make this shit up. And I watched that movie so many times. And Wait, it was what is like, it about? Vaguely from what I remember They put niggas in a trance of some sort When they listen to these bitches songs And like take over people's minds I might be making some of that up But I'm pretty sure that's what it was That's kind of what Takashi 6 9 does to me When you said Pussycat Dolls I thought of Don't Ya So go ahead No like the old Pussycat Dolls From like the Archie novel I completely am where you are But when you said Pussycat Dolls I was like Don't Ya Ooh, I know Nicole what you're, Scherzinger. I hate her last no, name. Thanks. I hate her last name. <laughs> I hate her. No thanks. I meant the old Pussycat Dolls with the redheaded bitch. Um, that's what Takashi does to me. I have to watch the video at least once. Whenever he drops his videos or songs, I get in a trance about them. I did the same thing with Gummo or whatever the fuck that was. And Gooba? Gooba. But there was a Gummo. Gummo was a song he had. Sure. And Fifi and his little ones where it was like niggas who are bloods fighting in the streets. But I enjoyed it. It reminded me of middle school. Of course. Shut up. And <laughs> you open the door. You open the you door. You don't have to walk through it. I walk in. You can in. shut it back. You can say, can we close this for now? No. She always walks through. She always walks but through. But you open the door so wide. You open the door. You don't even crack it. Nigga, you don't I even it, crack it. I've cracked it multiple times. And she still shimmy through that fucking tiny ass gap. So I don't want to hear this <laughs> bullshit about a nigga opening the door wide crying. all the I'm time. Crying. No, I'm crying. Go ahead, get out of here. I just really enjoyed it, and like, I enjoy him and his little ankle monitor that he shows in all his videos. Does now. he? All of them. He's such a fucking troll. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, he's such, like, he's the definition. Like, with hair and all. Yeah. Your man's out here getting lace fronts. He's, he's out here such a fucking troll. Getting lace fronts. He, 
I love it. I really do. I love how ridiculous it all is. I love how ridiculous he makes Meek Mill look constantly. Like, nigga, tap out. Because Meek Mill really be, like, trying to stand for something. And I'm like, this ain't it. Because the reality is, like, Takashi is the Trump of rappers. Like, that nigga (sighs) is Teflon. You really can't make shit stick to him. Like, he know he a dumbass. He know he do stupid shit. And you can't come at him from a moral standpoint because nobody gives a shit it's also and i'm not even defending him i just feel like he's really a person that's like and what about it <laughs> like that's his like that's his one thousand it's always like yeah well you a fake ass nigga you be snitching on everybody he's like and what about it right and what about it and what, what about- and like and like there's nothing worse than a person being like yeah i did it and because right. like then like because now they're, they're not trying to defend themselves. Niggas literally said his song. I know you don't like me. You want to fight me? He doesn't give a fuck about none of you niggas saying don't invite him to your party. Like he doesn't care. Like the video has a hundred and forty-two million views, and it's a video in his house. I'm over it. Next, are we done? Is that it? Potentially. <laughs> <laughs> nigga wants I mean you won't let me do Marquise so no yes. we're, we're done we are done if you we're love done. something let it go and I'm letting it go I love circles are we done yes okay we're done. okay we're into t- questions I almost said topics I know do you have questions yeah we don't have any so okay cool not cool but my like, daughter is sis is having a moment timing up Okay. I've asked you this question before. I would ask it again. Okay. If you could live anywhere, where would it be? Anywhere? Yeah, in the world. Mm. New York. You still same answer. I said that last time? Yes, my nigga. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had no, this no, question no, no. like a year and a half ago. I'm crying like, because like in my head, <laughs> like follow me. Follow me, follow me. Mm. If I had the money I wanted, yes. I would live somewhere in New Like, I would live in the city in, like, a high-rise apartment and live my fucking best life. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not, like, stay where I'm at. So, but, like, if I could live anywhere yeah. in the world and I had the money I wanted, it's I would live in be, New York. So, no matter socioeconomic status, you're still living no, in New No, because, York. like, inevitably, I'm always going to be like, oh, I really wish... Oh, I, oh, I really miss New York, right? Yeah. I love Greece, but, like, as a vacation. Yeah. I liked going to California as a vacation. Like, most of the places I could definitely go and stay for more than a week. But I feel like at some point I'd just be like, I miss New York. And when I say I miss New York, I miss, like, the scenery kind of thing. Yeah. So I feel like if I had the budget, I would definitely live in, like, even, like, I would just buy a brownstone and just, like, live in Brooklyn and live my best life. Okay, that's fair. Because I'm thinking about the income I have, not, like, where I'm at now. Okay. But, yeah, where would you go? Probably somewhere with the fucking farm. This definitely thought English countryside. You know, I love me a good f- like land. You're right, and a big ass country house. I just want like a nice brownstone with a big backyard. Nigga likes hearing crickets at nighttime. It does something. For I me. don't. I love hair. When I'm in antique and I hear crickets, I'm like, and a girl can fall asleep now. It's very pleasant. It's very comforting. For you, for me, <laughs> just me, <laughs> just me. okay. Uh, favorite book to read? The Brief Wondrous Life of Oscar Wilde. That actually, she, you stand that book in a way that's like, uh, 
in a way that I can't. So un- we got assigned this book our freshman year of college. She really enjoyed it. And I wasn't excited about it. Yeah. And I read it one time and I was like, I mean, this is right. And then like I really just fell in love with it because of like I guess his ability to like tell these different stories and how they're all connected. Yeah. Which really inspired me to like start writing my own stories, which is probably another reason why I love his book. Yeah. Um, but it just inspired me to like read other works by him and stuff. Yeah, Huno did it for you. He And then like when he really disappointed me, it really made it hard for me to still love that book. But I did um I let old boy borrow one of his books that he wrote. And he mm-hmm. was like, I really like, like, he read it in a day. And he was like, this is such a good book. And I was yeah. like, yeah, like, he has really, for all the bullshit that he has done to, like, women, which just, like, fucking doesn't surprise me. Because, like, look at the way he writes about women in his books. Yeah. But that's neither yeah. here nor there. True. Um, he has a really, he's really good at telling a story in a way that, like, from, like, multiple, like, from multiple times, yeah. I guess like it's one story, but like from different times. Um, and I will say that that story made me really interested in like my Latino side, because like yeah, and that's not to say like all my life I was like fuck them Puerto Ricans, but like I didn't really have a connection to like my yeah. Puerto Ricanism mm. right growing up because like I spent most of my time with my dad's family and blah blah blah. Um, and that book really inspired me to just like look into that and kind of um decide that I don't have to decide between the two yeah that I can be both right and I really enjoyed that and I really enjoyed that book and for a really long time I would read that book once a year and I kind of fell off from that and I kind of just like in this time that I'm home I probably will read it again just because I just love like the way that he writes okay that's fair yeah um so weird my mom and I actually have the favorite the same favorite book of course to be fair, she paid me to read that book, and I got hooked. It's Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. You love Jane Eyre. I love... Same thing. I used to read that book once a year, and I've completely fallen off. I used, like... It was a thing for me. Like, I yeah. just... Because, like... I feel like when you reread a book, you find new things about it that you love. That you love. And so that's yeah. what could keep you coming back to it once a year. It's just like, I just want to find something new. Maybe something like that I didn't pay much attention to before, but now I will because I know everything else that I love about it. Yeah. Um, I'm so, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think... I don't think that book, like, it didn't speak to anything, like, personally for me, like, life-wise, but... Um, a good a story mis- is a good story. It's a good story. It's a mystery. Um, it's slow to pick up very slow to pick up i think the first 200 pages are boring as shit that book is like 500 pages the first 200 are slow as fuck but then it picks up really quickly and it's just interesting and then when i was in high school there's a woman who wrote i don't know y'all think i'm about to read that book um he has like a crazy ex-wife and she's like loses her shit stabs people or whatever and somebody wrote from the other side of like the wide Legasso sea or something and she find out that she's like mixed race like she's part black and but she she doesn't look black but she, she looks ethnic and her her father was a white like slave owner or something mm-hmm. and talks about how she ended up that way and then it really kind of painted that book for me in a different light Jane Eyre because it was like 
like in a feminist way mm-hmm. like why is he being painted as a victim when mm-hmm. he really wasn't like you married that bitch for her money and mm-hmm. like all this type of stuff oh his wife that's crazy in the attic or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so it's really really interesting because it, it gives you a lot of perspective and it, uh, there's a lot of things in that book that from like a, a modern woman standpoint that I just massively disagree with but I also just really enjoy it because it's very interesting and like fun and right and you take it for what it is. I take it for what it is like I'm not about to pick it apart but really enjoy it um what was your childhood career goal? I wanted to be a singer, mm. and then I wanted to be a fashion designer. I wanted to be a fashion designer. Yeah. yeah. So, so funny because, like, one day, old boy and I were having, like, a random conversation about, like, what we wanted to be when we were younger, and yeah. I told him I wanted to be a fashion designer, and he was like, you've never told me this before, <laughs> right? But, like, also, when would I have? Right. But, that- so, he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, like... You know how you were, like, applying to schools? Oh my God. I'm, it's bubbles. It's yeah. the bubbles. When you were applying to high schools, I was applying to fashion industries. Because, like, you? I wanted to... You like, never I, told me that. Oh, I applied to... Like, I wanted to apply to fashion industries. But for fashion industries, you had to have a portfolio. Mm, yeah. And so, like... I'm, like, telling my mom, like, I need to make a portfolio, blah, blah, blah. Because, like, I had, like, all these sketches, like, that I would just do, like, in my notebooks. Like, during school, I would just do all these sketches. And so, when I had to, like, actually go and get the portfolio, my mother, like, loved her down, but was very, like, you don't want to do this. Because my mother was, like, very much herself in the sense that she was just, like, I don't want to spend all this fucking money on buying you the stuff to do this portfolio and nothing comes of it, right? So, yeah. uh, which I understand, but also, like, when you have a kid, like, why wouldn't you want to? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, how um, many times have you, like, fueled your child's dream and then it went nowhere? But she was, like, not trying to do that but shit. we don't have American parents. We don't. Um, so my mother was like, yeah, like, that's cute. Like, I see you be sketching and shit, but... But I'm not going to buy you a portfolio and everything to do that if you're not really going to do anything with it. And I was like, to keep okay. it a, that's American. That's American parents fuel their kids' dreams. Yeah, immigrant parents, especially from the Caribbean, they bring you back down to reality very quickly. To be quite frank, because why I went from singer to fashion designer, my father was like, "Come on now," and I was like, "You know what? You're right." You're right. Oh, yeah. That's when I thought I was going to go. We wouldn't have met if my mother hadn't brought me back down. That's what I'm saying. But I will say that I auditioned to, like, go to um, LaGuardia for singing. But I'm like, I fucking, like, like, what's the opposite of killed? Bombed. Bombed. Bombed it. Bombed that fucking, what is it? Like, uh, um, what's that shit called? Not interview. No, no, no. But audition audition i bombed it like i like i knew when i left i like got in the car and cried my mom was like what happened i was like i was just like really nervous and like he didn't go well oh yeah and my mom's like no it'll be okay i'm like no i'm done this used to love um i wanted to be a fashion designer or a dancer so i used to go to um fancy feet uh, no and you already starting it up uh, no oh and she's continuing it okay yeah. Yes. Uh, um, sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> and I used to do all different types of dance, and I enjoyed it. And then my teacher told my mom, like, she can audition to be a part of the dance troupe. Like, she'll travel to Disney, and like, it'll be really good for her. And my mom said, she don't need that. She's <laughs> this is just for fun. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> she said this is a hobby. Right. She said 
chef, I'll go to school. No, I'm not drop she here. I was like, all right, well, I really wanted to do it. And my mother was like, no, <laughs> she's like, not a feeling, not a love. She That's was, cute what you're saying, but actually, she's going to be a doctor. I literally didn't even do that. I she's going to be a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> she wished. I literally reminded her of that like a few weeks ago. She was like, hmm. <laughs> it's like when I wanted to go to Spelman, she's like, I'm not paying that to wish to keep your ass in state. Yeah. Immigrant parents will drag you back down to a place. They will <laughs> humble you. Humble? When you don't need to be humble. When you don't need to be humble. Like, in moments when you really need that dream, they'll be like, no. Right. No, no, no. Mm, nope. Um, do you like or dislike surprises? I like them when they're good. Yes. Not a big fan. Really? Because I feel like I've surprised you before. Yeah, but like on the whole, yeah, on a whole, I, in general, I, I tend to not like them. They tend to be very spotlighty. You've surprised me one on one, which is a very different thing. Like, I've been seeing these do like surprise big shit. Like I've had oh, them do like okay, surprise okay, part. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm always just like, and also I'm very picky, so I don't like when niggas be just be randomly buying me shit. Like it's just, it's just, it's not my favorite. That's fair. It's not my favorite experience. Oof. Hawaii or Alaska? Hawaii. I think Alaska. You like darkness. I do. And you know, they got the humpback whales and shit. Like, yeah, whales. northern so, lights. Look, yeah, look. Yeah. Um, win the lottery or work at the perfect job? Oh. Yeah, that one's hard. Work at the perfect job. Win the lottery. Really? I only um. say work at the perfect job because I feel like when the lottery is a one-time thing. And working at the perfect job is, like, forever. You might be right. Oh, but that means that I would want to work. I would... Uh, but if it's a perfect job, are you really working? Yeah. <laughs> You're still going into work. Well, bless you, boo. Bless no, you, maybe... Sugar. Okay, I know what my perfect job would be, so maybe work at the perfect job. Because my the perfect job is, like, winning the lottery, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But every day. Yeah. Um... If you could go back in time, and this is the thing, with black people, it's very sensitive what you choose. There's very few options. Oh, what's the time? What time would you go back to? There's very few <laughs> times to go back to. Like, probably the 80s or the 90s. Um, I only say that because, like, you ever hear your, like, your parents talk about when they were younger? And you're like, damn, I wish I was, like, alive to see you in this time. Nope. No? My parents? Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about specifically like my father. Like he was born in '60. Well, your dad lived the lifestyle. Yeah, like he grew up in Harlem, and like there were eight of them. So like, I just find it really interesting. Like when they when they talk amongst themselves about yeah. their childhood, I'm just like, wow, like that's interesting. Like even with this whole Corona thing, we were talking about like I think in maybe. Where where was, like, the first outbreak of corona? China? Yes, Wuhan. Yeah, China. So, like, you know how they had those street cleaners come through and, like, fucking flooding the streets, cleaning everything, sanitizing yeah. everything? And my dad was saying that, like, when he was younger, they had trucks like that that would oh, just really? come by and just flood the fucking street. He was like, now we have street cleaners, but when I was younger, like, a truck would come by, flood the street, clean it, and leave. And, like, we don't have that anymore. And I was just like, that's so interesting because, like, 
I I wouldn't know that. Right. But you would because you lived it. And I think, like, that would be cool to me, just to, like, go back and relive, like, things that they know just because, like, for them, it's, like, a vivid memory. For me, it's just, like, an illustration. That's true. Um, To observe, not to live in ancient Egypt. Okay. Um, Because I think even if you are quite wealthy, it's still a shit show. (laughs) Like, I still don't think it's that great of a situation to be in. Sorry. Yeah. Um, King Tut with that club ass foot. Um, Where are you going? Where are you going? Favorite type of foreign food? Thai. Mexican. Spicy. I do like Thai, but definitely Mexican. Asian runs through me. Yeah. I wanted Japanese the other day, and old boy was like, no. Sushi really don't be holding. That fresh fish. Oh, I like f- a bento box. I love. I love. You know that we used to get those bento boxes. I love when I bento boxes because there's a lot of options. It's like having a bunch of different appetizers. Yeah, well, it's just really like oh, you like teriyaki? Cool. You like tempura? Cool. You yeah. want some shumai? Cool. You want California rolls? Boo boo. You pull it on her cord. That's not nice. With the face staring at me with intent. Um, love or hate roller coasters? I know that's what hate. they know. Hate. We both hate. We love a kitty ride. We- but we stand. You know what it is? It's not even that we love kitty rides. We love kitty rides with thrill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goes up a little, comes yeah, down yeah. a little. You breathe. We love the thrill of a kitty ride. Like a kitty roller coaster? Yeah. Sick. Damn. <laughs> love it. Little height. We will get off and get right, right back on the line. But like uh, anything adult. Adult? Like, no. No. I can't wait till Kennedy can go to like actual amusement parks for the kitty ride section because now we have an excuse. No, <laughs> we're not too. We didn't need an excuse before. We to just be went. Sure. To be fair, to we be, like we went for the funnel cake. We, when and we the went. Kitty rides. When did we go? We went to Dorney well, Park. Oh God! With yeah. Emily and Charlene, and they were like, "We're gonna get on this roller coaster," and we were like, "Cool, we'll see y'all when y'all get off." We literally. Killed on that kitty ride. We girl. went to Sick. all the kitty rides and we're like, yes, um, party of two. <laughs> <laughs> we got all, all them shit. Fantastic. I loved it. I really love a kitty ride. A because kitty like we like kitty rides with thrill. Like if it spins, if it goes up in the air a little bit, a little bit, and it turns around. This the scrambler. Oh, stand! I love the a Himalayas. Scrambler. Stand. Love it. The little. It's like we're on the edge. The edge of it. The edge of where, like, it could go crazy. Uh, Yeah. But it doesn't. But some of y'all really be chasing death, my nigga. Like, I don't need to go up 150 feet in the ground and then, like, come down to my Like, I have never gone on a roller coaster and been like, don't know what I was scared about. Yeah. Get out of here. (laughs) I get off, like, I know exactly what I didn't want to go on, and I will never go on again. I'm never doing it again. I feel the same way about them fucking, those fucking water rides that go all the way up. And then they come down, they drop into the water, and it makes a big splash. I did that one at Ride Playland. That's the only one I will enjoy. The I only So when we one. went to Disney, old boy and my brother and my sister, they went on it. And they were like, come on with us. Just come on. And I was like, I don't like this shit. <laughs> like, I don't like it. Like, the idea of, like, going, like, going up, like, on an incline at a slow rate, mind you. It's just, like, increasing at a slow rate. It was very slow. And then when you get to the top, it just drops you down. Oh, First yeah. of all... Very ghetto. Yeah. Very ghetto. Like, you had me wait in line for this to go up at, at a slow rate and drop down, and that's it? Very ghetto. I don't like it. And when they did it, they were like, oh, it was so nice. I'm like, mm-hmm, I'm sure. I waited on the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. My next question, is that it? 
Um, favorite subject in school? Social studies. We just that was mine too. Yeah, I loved his. I love history. I, I still do. We still love his. We love a tour. Yeah, we love no a tour. <laughs> love a tour. Also, like anywhere we go, I'm like, we should do a hop on, hop off. But love and a big so bus. Old boys, like, oh my god, he fucking go. And I'm like, I, I love a hop on, hop you off. You know, bus. I love a big bus. I was like, big bus? Is there a big bus? We did it in Paris, and he was like, Aaron, please. I was like, these are so so good. fun. I so did so informative. I really want to do it in Dubai. That's my Ooh. goal. Is they have a big bus in Dubai, and yeah, that's I love those. where I know I need um, to get to just for the big bus. But what was the question? Favorite subject in school? Yeah, social studies. I love history. We love a tour because we. So the tour that we went on in New Orleans, I took. Love. I took him on it when we went to New Orleans. He yeah. was like, "This is so cool." I'm like, "This is my second time doing it." First of all, information was completely different. I was like, <laughs> "You see that they be fabricating shit." My God. But yeah, like. When I went on the tour with you, because yeah. we went to the plant, we did two plantation tours. We did two plantation tours, and we did a cemetery tour. No, we didn't do a cemetery. Oh shit! Tour. I did a cemetery tour with Courtney. That is what you should. That was good. We didn't do a cemetery. We did a plantation. We did two plantation tours and an alligator swamp. Love that. But our driver to the plantation tour was very informative, which he is was. like another fucking tour. Yeah. So yeah, like I loved it from. For sure. Mm-hmm. So I loved it from there. And like on that tour, I was like, I would love to bring my dad because he loves history too. Yeah. And then when I went back with old boy, I was like, yeah, I definitely have to bring my dad here. So we were telling them like recently that we need to go to New Orleans because those tours are really like informative. Yeah. Um, we love history. It's just very enjoyable. It's just interesting learning about like things that existed before you. Yeah. On a like on a very like surface level i agree with you yeah which of your five senses is the strongest is the second to last hearing question. i feel like your smell is also exceptional really you be smelling some wild shit from a distance that's fair but hearing i feel like it's always been a thing like i'm like you don't hear that and people be like no no no, no. i'm like no something your phone's on something's happening something's yeah, playing music and people are like, like no weird senses yeah um maybe taste what about five senses? Is it? Wouldn't you love to be a super taster? Oh, I would love that. Like those people, like they and they get to put insurance on their taste buds. Yeah, but super that tasters so are enjoyable. like they enjoy food from like the most basic places. Like super tasters love Chipotle. Oh, Chipotle is has a lot of flavor in it. That's what though. I'm saying. Like if you're a super taster, like there's a lot to taste. Boo, you took a risk when you jumped <laughs> over there. You took a real risk. I mean, you pushed me in a different direction, sis. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That seems sickening. Um. And the favorite thing about summer in NYC? Paint a picture. Um, ice cream trucks. Lovely. I do love an ice cream truck. I don't even, like, I don't even need the ice cream. Just hearing them. I'm just like, because it just makes me think of when it's I was nostalgic. younger. Yeah. I just feel like that's one thing that I can always count I'm on. I'm Mr. Softy. Yeah. Um, follow me. You okay. <laughs> I always have to. Yeah. If you leave work at one uh-huh. and then you and the coworkers who you actually enjoy okay. go to a rooftop uh-huh. and you're drinking and you're eating appetizers and then you catch yourself and it's 4.30 and you see the sun setting and it's the perfect balmy weather outside yes. and there you are drinking and appetizing and then you realize like... And the day's like, not even over. And the day's not even Oh shit. And I got tomorrow off and the next It's day. Friday. Perfect. Yes. It's the perfect moment. Yes. I just want New to New York be clear. will always have something for you to do. Always have something for you to do in the summer. Mm-hmm. It's like lovely. Like there's endless like 
I mean, we haven't enjoyed this as much as we should have. Those outdoor movies. Yes. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. And I feel like the older we get, like, the more white that New York becomes, the more events that they are. Because, like, I don't remember any outdoor movies when I was younger. No, my nigga, they didn't have shit for us. Right. Like, um, can but, like, Dumbo for the is like, we start have out. <laughs> Sorry. Get inside because 106 in Park is on, but also you don't want to die. Loved 106 in Park. Um, yeah, I just feel like now there are more activities to do. And more so they're free. Yeah. Which is also an incentive. Yeah. Um... I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are all my questions. Wow. We're into topics. Yay. Here. Hold um, this. Uh, hold this oh, God, these are all very depressing. Here, so, I guess for topics, we might as well just get into it. Okay, J. Cole, no name. <laughs> she really just got into it. Um, yeah, why not? So, we listened to the songs together yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Because um, I had been following it on Twitter, and I was still like... <gasps> Oh, I don't have the energy to to listen to these songs, and I mm-hmm. I think unsurprisingly we came out in support of No Name, right? I don't know. Change your I mind. I have thoughts. Okay. okay, so we listened to J Cole, yeah. and he basically was like, "The gist is like niggas be thinking I'm smart or whatever, but there's somebody smarter than me." Right. And she's on Twitter. She's tweeting. Yeah. About how niggas like me ain't doing enough. Right. And I feel like maybe instead of tweeting that, she could have, like, educated us on what we can do. Right. That's that's what I feel like the gist of his song is. Okay. And her, her song is like, while niggas is out here dying... You decided to take one tweet from me, yeah, and write a song about it. Yeah, you're that hurt. Yeah, you're you're decide you you're so in your feelings that you feel like you need to make a song about me when yeah. like girls are out here dying every day to fight for the lies that you won't even fucking tweet about. Right, right. Yeah, cool. Like, I see this this argument from both sides. Yes. So when we listened yesterday, I was like, damn, she's making valid points. Right. It's just like. Everything that's going on in the world, and you want to fucking write a song about me. Yeah, like, you don't want to write a song about how like fucking depressed you are about like all oh, the black lives. You almost lost your life, madam. Is that your head down there? I'm gonna keep it a stack with you, sis. You need to calm down. Yeah, um, so she's like, you know, while all this uh-uh. is going on, don't make that you want to stand there killed herself. Give me, stop. While all this is going on, you want to make a song about me and how I hurt you. Like, all these black lives. Not hurting you? Are these lost black lives not hurting you enough to write a song? But I did. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Like, I completely understand where she's coming from. But at the same time, I was... And I want everybody to take this with a grain of salt. As Mariah... What's her name? Mariah Lynn. Mariah Lynn says, with a grain of salt. Salt of grain. Salt of grain is what she's saying. I was like, oh, you taking your foot off of Ryland's neck? No, no, no. (laughs) Salt of grain is what she's saying. I want you to take this with the salt of grain. Um, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast (sighs) because Sandy was playing it. Because old boy was playing it. And they basically were saying, like, nothing that J. Cole did was disrespectful. Like, he basically said, like, hey... Very nice guy, like we agreed. Like, very yeah. nice guy of him. But, like, hey, you seem like you know more than I do. Instead of taking this moment to be like, y'all niggas not doing enough, why don't you just, like, help me? Why don't you just help us be better? Which is okay. essentially, like, where they said he was coming from. Like, we need people like you to help us, not to, like, judge us. And look judge down us, on right. Us. 
Which made me kind of be like, damn, like, I see that. And they were just like, nothing about what he said was disrespectful in any way. Like, he wasn't, like, trying to make it seem like, can you chill? Like, like he was trying to come for her. But kind of just like, hey, like, can you just take it easy on us? Like, mm. we all need to learn to be better. Which made me think, like, damn, like, is that so? But then again, like, I, I also feel like black women are constantly asked to take it easy on black men. Right. Right, because they're dealing with a lot They're dealing already. with a lot. And I'm not so saying much. that they're not. Right. I'm just saying, like, to say that, like, take it easy on us because we're dealing with a lot really diminishes what the fuck black women go through too, right? So you're making it seem like your plight is bigger than my plight. And I don't like that shit. Um, okay. I'm trying to think. I will say, from no name, the one slash I would put in no name's corner is, I don't appreciate when anybody polices anybody's form of activism. I completely, and we said this yesterday, no, this song by J. Cole would not have come about if she didn't come through and say, but y'all favorite rapper's not even tweeting about y'all. What? How How does my tweet equate to anything? How much I support anything. Anything. Because he is How long niggas work. been waiting for Beyonce to make a fucking statement? Oh, yes. You and know to, what I'm saying? Right. And to be fair, J. Cole is doing the footwork. He's doing the legwork. He is right. out there protesting. You waiting for me to type 140 characters for you to acknowledge that I'm doing something? Yeah, he's smiling. You're ridiculous. Um... I, I don't like it. And this might be coming from... I, just to be clear, I'm not a person who very... I'm, I very rarely feel personally attacked because to be personally attacked, you have to take people's opinions into account, and I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do legwork for a variety of reasons. I just... Like, COVID time, I'm, I'm pro-black, but I'm also trying to keep my life, and I right. just won't. Um... And you know, I, I gave money. I did like I, I'm going to do as much what as I can, can when I can. Exactly. So, I, I've never been a fan of people policing people's form of activism, especially when you're uninformed. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain level of being uninformed in that because the man was out there doing legwork. You don't know what he gave, and right. I, so there's so and right, celebrities for, can for you to like diminish their power to a tweet, kind of like right. And and belittles them too. Belittles and the reality is that they can't win. If they say they gave five million dollars, why you had to publicize it? You trying to do it for clout? Yeah. If they don't say anything, that nigga didn't say shit. Da, da, da. He ain't doing enough. It's policing, and while I understand that, and I don't have any kind of like sympathy or or empathy in my heart for celebrities because like y'all live in rough lives, but there's niggas who is poor and shit, loving the same shit that you do. So they have an extra level to it. Mm-hmm. Like let's just be clear. Agree. From J Cole's point of view, he does this thing, which. I appreciate sometimes and I don't like in this situation. You're not her big brother. You're not some like industry leader where you could talk to people in a certain kind of way. And I think people don't realize the fact that he's mentoring when he doesn't have the mentor. And mentoring 
There's a certain thing about mentoring. It implies that you are in a position of power yeah. over somebody. So I don't understand well, how that's, that's any different. Mentoring. Right. How is that any different from what she did, right? Right. Like, it's the idea as to what he said to those little pumps and those mumble rappers or whatever. Right. And while you enjoyed it in that song, I don't like it as much in this. Don't right. preach to me, Monica. Like, if she's more informed than you, don't preach at her. I, I don't... It's really... And For it, me, you ain't have to make a song. You didn't have to make a song. If you wanted to be informed, you know what you could have did? Joined her book club. But you decided to skip that step. Those if two you wanted hours, to be informed, you could have retweeted her tweet. The, the, those two hours that you met making that song, I don't know how long that should take. You could have read one of the books that she put on her book club. Because that is how she's informing you, right? If you choose to say that you ain't a reader nigga, so not only do you want her to teach, but you want her to teach in the medium that you decide that you want to learn mm-hmm. in. The reality is that you don't want to learn. Yeah. Well, you don't want to learn that bad. You don't want to learn that bad. You just want to say shit. Yeah. So, like, let's be clear. That's you, what it is. Because you feel attacked. Because you feel attacked. You made a message because Which you felt attacked. Which is fair. I'm not saying you cannot feel attacked. I'm Because upon reading said tweet, I was like, I could see why you would feel attacked by this. What I'm saying is, like, what you choose to do with feeling attacked. If you choose to write a song about how you feel attacked and how she needs to take it easy, that's one way. Or you could just be like, you know, cool, like... Let me analyze why I feel attacked. Right. Because to be quite frank, if we want to talk about top selling rappers that could be associated with, it's not there's only other top selling rappers that could have been associated with. Right. With, right. Like it could have very easily put to Jay-Z or Kendrick Lamar or a bunch of other people right. as well. It didn't have to be about you. You made it about right. you. You tried on the shoe to see it's, if it fits. Cinderella, as uh, you said uh, yesterday. <laughs> nigga wanted the glass slipper. Right. And you decided to make it fit. Right. Yeah, make that face. So it, I, I can see from from both. That's what I'm saying. Directions. Like I don't feel like I'm on one side or the other. I do feel like I do understand like where J Cole is coming from because it's just like, hey, you don't have to like drag us to read us. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I, I think I, I'm more on on no name side, just from the reality that like, we oh, can I understand break, that. Yeah, we can break down this movement very simply. And you want to talk over me today? My good, my good sis, my great sis. She didn't give a shit what I was saying. Respect, right? <laughs> um, what I think is is that. We, Niggas are sensitive. They're sensitive, and we pretend like there isn't very serious issues within the black community, and we have to like give a united front, but we fail to realize that united front tends to preserve one of us versus the other. But also, like, I just want to point out that like J Cole is not the only person within the black race that is misinformed, right? So I just feel like you're taking a situation that's like, on the whole, probably like more widespread than you would think. And you're just making it seem like, well, you're making it seem like we're not doing enough. Like, yes, you as a a, a rapper that many people know, to her, may not be doing enough. But, like, there's a bunch of people, a bunch of black people who are misinformed that don't feel like they need to really participate because they don't know enough. What are you doing? Kennedy. Um, Kennedy. I, I also... Um, how do I say it? Oh, oh. You almost fell off the couch, no. my girl. The way you give me heart palpitations... I'm too young for it's it. It's once a week for you. My God. <laughs> it was two days in a row this week, though. Um, how, do I want, how do I want to say it? Like, there's something very divisive in our community with the fact that, like, and I saw a lot of these comments on Twitter because, like, once I start, I can't stop. 
Yeah. People be like, well, we all black first. No, that's not true. I am both black and a woman at yes. the same exact time equally. So <laughs> what I will say about the black community is we're very, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> like, we're, we're very, ah, 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 because yeah. we're quick to be like, hold on a minute. This is where you're wrong. Right. And like, I'm not saying that in those cases that that, that person isn't wrong, but we're very quick to point out the way that a person is wrong and not analyze the way that a person may be making a point. Yeah, we, we tend to get on the defensive first. Yeah, which and is that's cool with nature, white people. Which is nature. But this is the, somebody put a comment and it was very like, oh, this is what it is. You can be the victim of one systemic issue and be like the, perpetrator of the abuser of another. Yeah, yeah the perpetrator of another. Mm-hmm. You can do both. Yep, like, at the same time. Like, let's be very clear. Like, yeah. women of all races are, like, obviously more abused and more downtrodden than the men of the same exact race. Rest. If we're yeah. going to pretend that black women aren't treated like shit, and like good old Malcolm X said, black women are the mules of the world, is in a very true statement. It, it was in the 60s, mm-hmm. it was in the 1860s, and it was today. It's just holding true. And another issue I have with this is, like, because people agree with one way or the other, like the amount of like attack Chance Scott from supporting No Name, yeah, I have a problem with. I have yeah. a problem with it. But and, that's the nature of like. But niggas is out here saying, "I'm not oh, saying it's right." Nigga, she not gonna fuck you. What? Or but you? Th- but this is like, this is what I'm saying. Like you, like because to those niggas, that's what it comes down to. Because that's, it's always about that's what fucking I'm somebody. Yeah. It's not about your right because, to exist. Because it's not your within right the black to... community, like this is really like a hot take. Though, yeah, it's really about power. It's like what, because people have have had years of power over us. We're trying so hard to find out where we can find that power within our own community. So if we can't find power, um, like for like for whites or like with whites we will try to find power within our own community again so if that's like throwing a black woman in a dumpster we will do it or you know killing one or hitting one in the face with a skateboard it is or raping one and murdering one and and just leaving her you know what i'm saying like and i'm not speaking on behalf of black men i'm just saying like it's very easy to feel like you've had power taken from you for so long and having the feeling of having maybe like having power over something at all feels feels great to you. I just want to end this take because it doesn't get better. If you don't agree with it, you don't. And if you don't want to learn, you won't. And so I won't waste my energy on trying to teach. My bitch is a poet. I'm just saying. <laughs> as Chan said, yet another L for men masking patriarchy and gaslighting as constructive criticism. Yeah. Period. Because that's really what, and it. that's really the nice guy rhetoric. That's really the nice guy script, right? You're you're masking everything with like, I'm trying to help you help you. No, you're not. No, nigga. You're trying to help me help you because you want to feel better about yourself. And I won't do it. And you're deflecting. And you're mad. And you're mad and you've chosen deflection as your choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're all right. She's fine. She's all right. She's excited. My daughter is a legitimate. She's perfection. She's- <laughs> She's a bit of a looney tune and a bit no, haunted, yeah. but like the love. She's exactly what a, what she wants her to be. She's exactly what AJ wants her to be. I'm like if she if really? AJ had to build my child, she would build this. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm ecstatic for the child that she's given me. Yeah. Like face and all. Oh my yes. god, yes. Insane. <laughs> Insane. Love it. 
All right, we're done with that? Yeah. Okay. Can I just say, yeah. What's yours? Can I just say, like, arrest Breonna Taylor's killers, period. Please. That's it. Please. I don't give a shit. Any day of the week, any acronym you choose, anything that you want to do, just arrest her killers. Can I just say weekdays don't exist? They do <laughs> anymore. not fucking exist. They're right? gone. You want to get drunk on a Monday? Do it. You want to get drunk on a fucking Thursday? Do it. Don't make it seem like you have to wait till Friday because it's the weekend. Because every day is the fucking weekend, okay? Do what you want to do. It's your fucking life. You don't got to get up. Maybe uh, for essential workers, maybe you do got to get up for work. But people from like me and AJ who like work from home every fucking day of the week, weekdays don't exist. You do what the fuck you want. <laughs> My parents think I don't fucking have a job because I'm like, no, I'll just come out there. And they're like, but don't you have work? And I'm like, I don't have much to do. Same Z's. So do what you want with your time. Work, it's your time. Um, I think that's it. Are we done? Are we finished? All right, we're done. I saw these two bottles of wine. Thank you. Ooh.